Hey there, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. I just want to get right into saying that this podcast will be a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love, and we show empathy and compassion seeking it. I am by no means perfect, but none of us are. We are all flawed, but I have the same rights as you to love mine. So it's been a few days. I know I didn't post on Friday last week, and I apologize about that. Just have had a few things going on in my life. Um, But I'm here today, and I want to talk about the story. I tell myself, we all have a story that we tell ourselves to keep us comfortable, to keep us from moving and shaking and making and being the very best versions of ourselves. And I hope that today after you hear my story, you'll do some self-reflection Um, and find a way to break out of that story that you've been telling yourself to close that chapter or close that book in your life and start rewriting your story. You are the author. You have the tools necessary to write the best book ever. Um, And I hope this helps you decide what you want your title to be, what you want your story to be, what footprints you want to leave behind. So thinking about what my story was, the story that I would tell myself to keep me comfortable with mediocrity. I sat down and I thought about this for a long time because I needed to be completely honest with myself. And the main thing that I would tell myself was that I wasn't enough and that I was a not a statistic, but I was a failure, right? Um, and that it was necessary to change myself in whatever way was pleasing to others. Growing up, <laughs> one thing that I repeated over and over and over and over again was that I'm a people pleaser. And that has a negative connotation because you are going out of your way to please others. And something like that shouldn't be problematic because there's nothing wrong with kindness, right? But there is a difference between being kind and being nice. And if I remember, we'll get back to that later on. Um, But I would tell myself that I needed to make myself easily digestible for others. Me being overweight isn't easy to digest. So as a child, I needed to change that, right? And not only did I tell myself I needed to change it, but other people 
told me that I needed to change it. So as a child, they give me medicines to suppress my appetite. Not realizing that it wasn't my appetite, I was responding to what I ate. I was responding to my emotions. So they put me on medication for that too. And I grew up on so many different diets and weight loss plans. Um, it was something I was told I needed in order to be accepted in today's world. It's why I thought I couldn't find my forever home because no one wants to adopt a fat kid. These things were being scripted upon me to I believed with everything in me that being enough equated being skinny. I told myself I wasn't enough in my relationships. I start off being myself and then get teased about something relentlessly. Most times it was the fact that I'm childlike or some dudes will say, quote unquote, immature. And then I would suppress that quality or trait to make them happy, to try and accommodate them. Meanwhile, I myself was unhappy until I found myself no longer being able to suppress myself and still function in the relationship. And it would fizz away. I tell myself I'm not enough to have the career that I desire. I'm not popular enough. I'm not creative enough to write good stories. I don't know enough people to get signed by a literary agent so that they could take my books to a publisher and be like, yeah, we'll support this book because we know you have a backing. The more I spoke the, these things to myself, the more I believed it. The more it became my truth because I fed it. I was so concerned with pleasing others, I didn't have enough left over to try and please myself. I was exhausted. I was so comfortable using that as an excuse to not work on finding out how to heal what was going on in my life. So I wasn't that, so it wasn't that I couldn't be enough. I just wasn't giving myself enough of anything to make me whole. When <clears throat> you are everything to everyone else, you lose sight of who you are as an individual. Yes, I am a daughter, I am a sister, I am an aunt, a friend, an employee, a cult worker, but I'm also Alyssa. And when I give all those things to other people in those roles, I strip away my identity. We have to remember to strip away those labels sometimes and find the individual again. We get so wrapped up and lost in our roles that we lose our identity. And there's nothing wrong with being someone's mom, with being a wife or a husband. It's only wrong if you use the relationships to stave off working 
on you. The only way that I can be the best version of myself for my job, for my sister, for my mother, for my friend, is to find out who I am when I'm not that person. To find out how to fill Alyssa up so that I go to that relationship whole. I can go to that relationship not always giving, but being an equal partner in it. So how do you stop feeling like you aren't enough? Honestly, it takes time. It's not going to be an overnight process. I'm still actively working on it. But one huge way for me is to think about all the things in my life that make me feel fulfilled. What gives me fuel? And then I think about the things I like or love about myself. What makes my heart shine and my soul light up when I do these things? We all have things that we love about ourselves, and if we spend more time focusing on those things, we'll realize that we are enough. I think about how much I've spent my life criticizing my outer appearance, scrutinizing this role and that role and picking at that mole and that pimple. And I realize that I've only seen myself in reflections. But I don't see the way my face lights up when I'm talking to my favorite person. And I don't see the way my eyes smile when I spend time with my niece and nephew. And I don't see the moments that other people see from me that take their breath away, that make them want to be my friend, that make them want to spend time with me. I don't see how I look in those moments. I don't see how my soul lights up or how my heart literally explodes with light when I do a kind deed for someone else. We are not, we are unable to see those moments of rare beauty in ourselves. And so we don't truly know what we look like. To me, beauty stems from so much more than the reflection we look at in the mirror because if you look at that mirror long enough, you're going to find something that you don't like about yourself. It is the way society deems it. I don't care who you are or how much self-love you have, how much confidence you have. When you are not in public, when you are all alone, when you have nothing but your reflection, to lean upon, I guarantee you there is something about yourself that you wish you could change. And there is nothing wrong with that. That just means that you're human. But to sit there and pick and poke and prod it until it is more than just a dislike, it is something that you hate about yourself, it drives you to change who you are, then it becomes a problem because we all have the makings the capability to be truly beautiful. But we have to change how we view ourselves. So I turned 30 
uh, in two weeks. And I want to go into my 30s with strength, with courage, with love towards others and myself because I've spent the last 29 years doing the complete opposite, not realizing that I am enough as I am. Could I be better? Is there room for improvement? Absolutely. But in this moment, right freaking now, I am enough. You are enough. We are enough. We just need to build on it. And that's what I plan to do going forward. And I hope that after hearing this, you'll have the strength to be enough as well. Before I peace out, I want to leave you with this. Nobody is perfect. Everyone is flawed. And the person that you are jealous of, that you are envious of, they might look at your life and find something to be jealous and envious of as well. So don't compare yourself to others. And I know that's such a hard thing to do in today's society, but if you can, try not to. Because there is some person out there looking at your life, wishing, hoping, praying that they could have what you already have and don't necessarily appreciate. So I hope you find some courage, some confidence within yourself to be able to appreciate what you have because you're enough. <laughs>